Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for tuning in to Church Boy Confessions. It is Emmanuel Heke, your host, and I'm here with another message on another beginning of a beautiful week. It's Monday. Congratulations. You made it past last week, and now you're in a new week. And this week is going to be filled with so much positivity and love and fun, and you're going to have an amazing week, and I'm happy that you decided to start off the week with this message. Um, last week was interesting for me. Um, you know, this past weekend was great because I got to go back home once again, be in my mother's bosom, just be surrounded by people that I love. Um, got to see my cousins and got to see my sister who just came back from DC. So had a great time this weekend. Definitely what I needed after, you know, a lot of the work that I put in throughout the week. Um, but I was thinking, you know, I'm this, this episode, I really wanted to talk about um, how God makes us enough. And the word that really came to me, that the word that really stuck out this past weekend was sufficiency. Um, one thing that I really had to understand as I've been doing this whole unassociated thing is the fact that God is the one that makes us sufficient in life and sufficient to do the things that we need to be doing. Um, you know, I get a lot of compliments and, you know, congratulations on my hard work and all the things that I've been doing, you know, and just people praising me. And, you know, I'll say thank you, but it's an awkward thank you because deep down I know that a lot of these praises and these compliments are, they're not, I can't accept all of them. I can't accept all the praise because ultimately, all of the source, my entire source of being, my entire source of any type of talent you may think that I have, any type of ability that you may think that I have comes from God. So it's hard for me to, you know, say thank you and accept all those compliments without actually giving the due honor to God himself. Um, so back to the topic, sufficiency. I know my source is from God and that doesn't mean that I don't stress out about where my stuff is going to come from, whether it be money, whether it be service. And just recently, the thing that came up was me needing catering for an event that I want to host um, later on in the year. And I've been trying to get that out, that get that figured out for about a week now or whatever. Um, but thanks to the Holy Spirit, whatever idea, you know, wherever this idea came from, I said, you know what? My mom's a great cook. Let's see what my mom can do. I hit her up about Wednesday yesterday um and i said like you know you think you'd want to cook for this you know what i'm saying my mom's not a caterer but like she just can cook very well um and she was just she didn't really give me a direct answer but she just told me like okay like we'll see um well let me let me try and figure stuff out ended up driving home um friday morning i wake up to her beautiful face and she says that she is going to cater for the event Mind you, um, I don't I've never paid for catering out of my pocket. I didn't know what I was going to get myself into. But when my mom said that she was going to be able to cater for this event. I was elated. 
And the reason why I was elated is because, you know, yeah, you know, I love my mom's cooking, all that different stuff, you know, so it's going to taste good. But more so that it was at that moment I started to realize that this entire summer, God has been supplying me financially. You know, sometimes I take a step back and I look at how I look. When I, and I think about how do people see me in this moment right now? I'm very, I'm highly self-aware, sometimes to a fault. And I think, you know, what do they, what do people think of me right now? And I don't know, sometimes I think, man, I look rich. Like, I look like I got it going on financially. Um, but not many people know that I had, like, less than $100 in my bank account, what, like, two weeks ago? Um, but it just goes to prove that, man... I'm not the one that's making myself sufficient, but it's God. You know, I didn't know where exactly I was going to get the money for this catering. I didn't want to tap too much into, like, some money that I have stored up because I didn't know if that would be appropriate. Um, And just, you know, any way you can save money, especially in this startup life, startup business life, is the right way. The money way is the right way. Um, So just to, I don't know, it's just I, I pay my tight. You know, I give my offering financially and everything. And it's true that everything that I've been giving back, God has made me sufficient in the in the task that he set before me. And it's funny because there's a verse in the Bible that speaks about this specifically. And I told you that the topic for this podcast is going to be sufficiency, how God makes you enough, how God makes you have enough, how God makes your existence enough. So I have three, no, four verses where I want to talk about how God is a supplier and how God is the one that makes us sufficient. The first verse is 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Passages. I have four passages. So 2 Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 6 to 8 says, But this I say, He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he proposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And get this, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Put a note right there. It says God is able to, God is able to make you sufficient in all things. He's the one that's making all the grace abound towards you. Remember what grace is. Grace is unmerited favor, favor that you did not deserve. God is the one that is able to make all grace abound towards you and make you sufficient in all the work that he has for you. So maybe you're somebody who doesn't think that they're enough. Maybe because of past uh, performances, you think that you're just and, you know, maybe it's past failures. You think that you don't have it in you to continue. You don't have it in you to be enough to finish the task that even God has possibly called you to. But according to this word, God is able to make all grace abound towards you and make you sufficient in all good things. I feel like this is a really good verse for tight. And I know a lot of people have their different conception of tight. But fact of the matter is, you know, as children of God, we are supposed to pay our tight, which is the tenth of the salary that we make. And that's what he's talking about specifically in this part. Well, not 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 just, you know, paying your tight, but also like just giving, being a cheerful giver, being cheerful giver has to do with sacrifice, you know? It has to do with investments. It has to do with giving something that you know that, you, you know, giving something giving something away that you know that you want, but just trusting that God is going to be your supplier. 
We see here that God makes us sufficient and he's able to make us make all grace abound towards. Um, yeah, so we can be sufficient. The second verse I want to look at is Philippians 4.13. And man, I used to quote this all the time in grades. I mean, I say in grade school in Sunday school, Philippians 4.13 There's songs about it. Many of you guys already know it. You know, I don't even know if I have to turn to it, but I'm turned to it anyways, because I want to say whatever it is word for word. So we're looking at Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I love this verse because it's very so simple and so straightforward. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Notice that it doesn't say I can do all things because I'm strong. It says I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. This is another verse that tells us that God is the one that makes us sufficient. A lot of us look in our own selves to try and like, all right, you got this. You know what you're made of. You can do this. Um, and to just go out there and perform with our own strength. But fact of the matter is, even if you're a star athlete, even if you're a LeBron James, there's those times where you understand that you cannot do this any longer and you can't do this by yourself and you're fed up. You're fed up. What happens when you run out of gas? Because you're human. According to science, according to your biological makeup, you can very well run out of gas. So then where does your strength come from? Where does your strength come from when your back is against the wall? Where does your strength come from when you have zero financial, <laughs> your bank account's on zero? Where does your sufficiency come from? Where does your confidence come from? Because this passage says that with all things, this passage says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. All things. Anything that's set before you, any task that's set before you, God can make you sufficient for that task. God can make you strong enough for that task. Philippians 4.19. Another great verse. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God is a supplier. He's a supplier. He's a provider. He can supply all your needs. Think about that. Think about all the needs that you have right now. The financial needs, maybe some needs in your family, maybe some needs in your relationship, whatever whatever that is, God can supply it. What do you need to do to put yourself in the right situation and, and rekindle your relationship with God so that he can, um, he can be that supplier for you? You know, I actually have an anecdote for this, just to tell you how much of a supplier God is. Starting this, starting this summer off, I had the option of being in a business, business accelerator or going to intern for a company. Um, for a minute, I didn't really know which one to do because I felt like I was choosing between my professional route of life and a life of unassociated. The business accelerator was supposed to do something that be something that would push, you know, unassociated to the next level. And the internship, the way I saw it was that, you know, it was just build my business acumen. Right. Um, and I and I and I tussled with, you know, the idea of choosing both or like, you know, either one. I didn't really know which one to choose for a while until I gave it really a lot of prayer, a lot of thought, a lot of meditation and I ended up choosing the internship over the business accelerator 
because of the money. Um, making good money at the internship and everything. And I start the internship. I decline the business accelerator. Um, and halfway through that internship, there's a moment, one moment that I was sweeping the floor. One moment I was sleeping the floor and my mind drifted off to think, what the heck did I do? Why did I make this decision? Why didn't I put unassociated first? Why didn't I go to that business accelerator? I was starting to resent my decision. I should have gone to the business accelerator, but I chose the money. But little did I know that weeks later, it would click to me that the money way in this context was the right way. That although I wasn't able to get all of the mentorships that would be in the um, business accelerator, at the same time, the money that I've been able to get from this internship has been able to supply everything that I wanted to do with Unassociated this summer. And I would not have I would not be able to do this if I didn't get that money. God is a supplier. And it's funny because, you know, I, I started off and I said this is a decision that I made, but I'd made that decision by inquiring with God. You know? And I'm the one that started to doubt the decision that God allowed me to make. God is a supplier. God is the one that makes you sufficient. If I had chosen a business accelerator, who knows what would have happened. But God is the one that chose me to follow the money way. That 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 chose to, to make me follow the money way. Influenced me to go the internship route. Even though I may not get the, the, the mentorship from the business accelerator, he thought that it was more important for me to at least have that money. And I've been able to supply everything that, you know, I have been able to use that money to to further his kingdom with unassociated. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. This is the last verse. I love this verse. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. Man, I love that word, workmanship, because it's been multiple times that I've said, you know, how we have been specifically crafted. As children of God, we've been specifically crafted in order to live the life that we are living. It's no it's no mistake or some type of blindsided uh manifestation in life you know like everything that you're going through god knew that you're going to go through it everything that you aspire to be god knew that you're going to aspire to be that before look at how it said ordained how it said ordained that we should walk in them we were ordained to walk this through this life through the path that god has given us You've been crafted. You are his workmanship. How can, why in the world would God make you not enough for the life that he's chose for you to live? God is not dumb. God is a very smart God. He's crafted you 
for the task that he's put in front of you. He's made you, created you to be sufficient. And he continues to guide you with the decisions that you make. With the money that you earn. With the different people you meet in life. That you might be sufficient in the purpose that he's put over your life. You have to understand that there's many things in life that tell you that you're not enough. These aren't always people. There are people that do that, unfortunately. But I'm really talking about the circumstances. I'm really talking about the times when you put your best foot forward and it doesn't work the first time. I'm talking about those times where you never had confidence in yourself in the first place, but you tried it anyways and you just realized that, man, I do not belong here. I'm talking about those people who really feel like they suck as human beings. Truth of the matter is, you are sufficient and you are enough. And this is not just me talking. This is what God says. This is what his word says. That he makes you sufficient. That you are his workmanship. Words like that. That you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Words like that. Understand that the pressure isn't even so much on you anymore at this point. The pressure isn't on you. If anybody, the pressure is on God. Because he's the one that put these words forth. He's the, ones that, he's the one that said these words that we might trust in him. That we might know that he's our source. So now what you ought to do is save these passages and say, God, you've made me sufficient in all these different ways. Apparently, you said that I can um, do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You said that I'm your workmanship and that I'm ordained to be sufficient in all these different things. You are the one that makes me sufficient and says that all grace can abound towards me. So now, God, the ball is in your court. You know, it really comes down to, okay, I can focus on things that I can control, and that's trusting and that's obeying. And he's the one that makes all of that sufficient so we can be successful, that we can complete the task in front of us. Knowing how sufficient you are takes a lot of practical work, though. You're not just going to, you know, read these passages and be like, oh, okay, I feel good again, um, and then just never think about these passages again I gave you four passages so now your job is to write these passages down maybe you know put in your note when I feel insufficient read this 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 to 8 Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 look at that and that's just the four that I found right before I started recording this there's plenty of more in the Bible. Some are, you know, in the, in the form of anecdotes and accounts. Some are just straightforward. God saying, hey, you're enough. You know what I'm saying? Save these passages and you have to remind yourself constantly. You have to be very practical about how you speak to yourself and what you remind yourself of. Because you're going to constantly get the things that say you're insufficient. These are going to be frequent attacks. On how you perceive yourself. And how you know yourself. So then you have to combat those frequent attacks with counterattacks. 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God can make all grace abound towards me. You know, God is the supplier. He who give me all the riches, you know, all of his, what does it say? He's able to provide for me all, you know what I'm saying. Philippians 4 verse 19. Remind yourself, save these passages, remind yourself constantly. Because at the end of the day, Jehovah has the final say. Not your situation. Not, you know, your your parents, not your doctors, not your grades. None of that has the final say, but God has the final say. And he says that you are sufficient. And he made because he made you sufficient. He's the one that made you sufficient. So that being said, let's go into confession time. I think that's needed. Right now, I want to confess over your life. That you acknowledge how you are sufficient in Jesus name, that you understand what your source is, where all your strength comes from, and you know where to go get it. And you're practical. You're very practical about reminding yourself of how sufficient you are because you understand that the devil's not going to get tired of attacking so you can't get tired with the counterattacks. You are strong, you are sufficient, you are enough because God made you that way. God created you that way. It's not a malleable thing. It's not a thing that can switch. Oh, I switched from being sufficient to insufficient because as long as you have God, you are sufficient. Just as much as as long as the branch is connected to the tree trunk, that branch is going to have Life going through it, flowing through it, as long as you are connected to God, as long as you're connected to the source, you will have life and sufficiency flowing through you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. Man, go out and just be sufficient. Be sufficient. Be confident in that. Be confident that you are not your source, but God is, you know, the almighty God supplies you, made you sufficient, created you. Know that. Spread that word. I hope to see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. Later. Later.